Hey folks, CA Rachana Ranade here and I welcome you all to another episode of Finance Simplified, the podcast which is about Bandhan Bank. So, let's get started. If you have been following this specific stock, you might have seen that this stock has corrected by almost 70% from its peak level. Now, the big question is that whatever was the pain in the stock because of which this stock fell down, what exactly was the pain? Is the pain over? What steps did management take to try and mitigate these pain points? All of these are what we are going to discuss. Now let's go back in time, back to 2006 when Bandhan Financial Services Private Limited was born in India. Fast forward to 2015, this became the largest NBFC MFI in India. Now what is NBFC? Non-banking financial company. What do you mean by NBFC? Basically a company which doesn't have a banking license, which, which is doing operations like a bank, but doesn't have a banking license, that is NBFC. But NBFC MFI means what? It's a microfinance institution. So typically, such entities, their target customers are those who are either unserved or underserved by other banks. Okay, so you can imagine something like small, uh, you know, businessmen to whom, yeah, for a small, very self-help groups to whom typically maybe commercial banks may not give loans, but these NBFC MFIs may give loans to such people, right? So it became the it became the largest NBFC MFI back in 2015, and it was in September 2015 when they got the banking license from RBI, and it be, it became the first bank to be set up in Eastern India after independence. So now, let's try and analyze what was the uh, you know advancement of the bank what was the progress in the bank from september 15 to march 16 atms moved up from 50 to 228 branches moved up from 501 to 656 loan book moved up from 10000 crores to 12500 crores key data points as at 31st march 2016 gnpa was only 0.15% car that is the capital adequacy ratio was 29% return on equity 18.36% and casa at just about 21% now, let's try and understand some key pain points that, that Bandhan Bank started to face. Let's go one by one. The very first problem was about high concentration of portfolio in risky assets. Now, if you remember, I had already told you that this company is mainly into giving micro credit or micro finance. Okay. So, in that case, if the repayment rate is lower, then gross NPS, net NPS could be on a higher side and that can kick in more and more pain for the organization. But what was the case? As at 31st March 2016, the gross advances were 12,446 crores and almost 100% of all these advances were about the micro credit loan vertical. So can I say that is like a concentration of portfolio risk? It is, no doubts on that. But then what we have to look at is what is the level of NPAs. Gross NPA to gross advances percentage is just 0.15%. So I can say that was like a silver lining. Problem was that there is concentration. But the better point, the good picture is that gross NPAs to gross advances is barely 0.15%. Okay. Now let's fast forward because this is at 20, 31st March 2016. Let's fast forward to 31st March 2018. Now the advances number stood at 33,329 crores. This is on and off balance sheet put together, right? Out of that, the micro credit loan was 27,701 crores. So here, approximately 85% of their portfolio was in micro credit. So just to sum this up, as at 31st March 2016, 100% of their portfolio was about micro credit. But two years down the line, 
they had brought down this number from 100% to 85%. Okay. But still, is that a pain point? Answer is yes. Let's move on to the second pain point, which was about excessive stake. Now, what is this? As per RBI guidelines, whenever any entity which gets a banking license, their promoters have to bring down their stake to up to 40%. Basically, promoters can't hold beyond 40% in that bank. Now, how much was the holding of the promoters in Bandhan Bank? It was 89%. And the time frame was over, still they were holding 89%. So you can imagine the selling pressure which was going to come in this stock to bring down, down the stake from 89% to 40%. So that was one pain that the stock was facing. Third one was about the geographical concentration. I'd already told you that this one has a presence in Eastern India. But if I were to just check Eastern India and Northern Eastern India put together, Total deposits ka 60% almost was coming from these areas. So we call this as a geographical concentration risk. So three risks that we have identified. So do you think that the bank management was doing nothing? Of course, they were going to come up with certain strategies. But what strategies they, did they think about? What solutions did they think about? Is what we'll check in the next section of the video. Now let's start with the solutions to these three problems that we discussed right now. First and foremost, Bandhan Bank took a significant step of amalgamating Gruha Finance, which was promoted by HDFC Limited. Okay, now let's try and understand what happened. So you can imagine here we have Gruha Finance. Here we have the promoter, which is HDFC Bank. And of course, HDFC Bank is not going to be the only shareholder. There'll be few other shareholders as well, right? Now, Gruha Finance was, was decided to be merged with whom? With Bandhan Bank. Okay, now shareholders are like, Finance is gone. What will we get in return? In return, they could have gotten cash, but wait, it was not an all cash deal. Instead of that, they received equity. Equity of what? Equity of Bandhan Bank. Now, who were the selling shareholders? Actually, the promoters of Bandhan Bank were the selling shareholders. And that is the reason why the overall stake of promoters went down from 89% to 61%. Okay, but do you remember what was the regulatory requirement? It was only 40%. They also conducted further OFS because of which their stake further went down from 61% to 39.9%. So was this problem taken care of? Yes, but you can imagine what level of selling pressure might have been created. And this was one of the reason why the stock saw some pressure in the price also. Okay, why the price of that stock started to correct. Now you can imagine, ki, was this the end? Answer is no. Now, there was one more regulatory requirement, not on Bandhan Bank this time. This time it was on HDFC. HDFC was required to sell their stake, which was around 10% in Bandhan Bank. And from March 22 to March 23, they did block deals because of which their stake went down from 10% to 4.9%. And now they are in line with the regulatory requirement. Now you can imagine what happened. Bandhan Bank ke promoters selling their stake from what to what? From almost 80, uh, from what? 89% to 40%. So you can imagine the selling pressure. Second major selling shareholders were now HDFC Limited. And again, both are selling. Why? Because of the regulatory requirement. But as on date, is that pain point ticked off? Answer is yes. Okay. Now, if you remember, there was one more problem that the overall portfolio concentration risk because the portfolio was more into risky assets that existed. But now you can imagine with Gruha Finance being merged into Bandhan Bank, 
overall portfolio risk also got diluted why because it allowed the overall portfolio to include something like home loan products and that too across the country so i can say this risk was also taken care of because of the home loan portfolio being included in the overall loan portfolio if you remember there was one more problem that was about the geographical risk where i mentioned that a lot of presence for this bank was mainly in northern india and northeastern india but again because grio finance had a major footholding in the western parts of the country now overall portfolio of this bank also started to get diversified in fact if i jump directly to september 2023 where eastern india currently accounts only for 46% and non eastern is in fact accounting for over 50% so i hope you have understood all the three points three points three key pain points which were these first one was about high concentration of portfolio in risky assets that was taken care of because of the home loan assets second one was about excessive stake because of selling by the promoters of bandhan bank and also hdfc limited now selling happened agreed but the excessive stake was taken care of the regulatory requirement was taken care of and third one is geographical concentration risk that was also taken care of now is it done all over yeah fir there's one more problem to be discussed of course picture abhi baki hai mere dost Now let's go back to basics again. Where, if you remember, I had discussed that out of the total portfolio, loan portfolio of the bank, a major chunk was loans to MFIs. Okay. Now MFIs basically, if you remember, microfinance institutions. So their customers were whom? Small businessmen, self-help groups, and similar kinds, right? Now there was one catastrophic event which happened around twenty twenty, which was nothing but COVID. Okay. Now what happened because of COVID? Can I say the revenue of all these micro institutions dropped? Answer is yes. Did their profitability drop? Yes. Did their repayment capacity also go down? Answer is yes. Now did it impact only these customers? Answer is no. In fact, can I say the banks would also get terribly impacted? Yes. So, what would it lead to? It would lead to NPAs or non-performing assets. Would it lead to increasing provisioning for the bank also? And answer is yes. But what it, was it reflected in finances? What happened from Q4 twenty to Q4 twenty one? Interest income that has gone up from twenty eight point four six billion rupees to thirty point zero one billion rupees. So, every time I'll not say billion rupees. That is understood. NII that has also gone up. Total income that has also gone up. Operating profit that has also gone up from fifteen point two one to seventeen point two nine. What went terribly up was the provisions that went up from eight point two eight to fifteen point nine four, and because of which their profit after tax dropped from five point one seven to one point zero three. That's like what? That's almost an eighty percent drop. Q O Q numbers Q three F Y twenty one to Q four F Y twenty one that dropped from six point three three billion to one point zero three billion. Can I say that was a huge impact? Answer is yes. Could we also see that in the provisioning gross N P A's from uh, March twenty to March twenty one shot up from one point five percent to six point eight percent, and net N P A's also shot up from point six percent to three point five percent. So I hope you have understood how one event could impact a bank in such a big way. So, do you think bank was trying their level best to reduce their exposure from MFIs to others? They also call this as EEB, and what is EEB? Emerging entrepreneur business. Okay. So, were was this evident? Was bank trying to reduce their exposure? That can be seen, especially from the jump from September twenty two again. So now I'm for fast forwarding from twenty 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 one to. September twenty two, 
in comparison with acha september 23 in comparison with september 2022 overall asset book that has increased from what 958.3 to 1076.3 okay that's a total growth of 12.3% in the asset book EEB that has gone up only from 539.2 to 539.9 so you can imagine overall loan book increasing by 12.3% but EEB barely growing all other categories be it housing retail or commercial all have increased but now we also need to understand okay loan book is increasing asset book is increasing what is the situation with NPAs that is also important right data is as at september 2023 eeb category which is their pain point which was their pain point which is still their pain point gnpa is at 10.4% is that a steep number it is housing 4.1% commercial banking 4.7% retail 1.9% and overall also stands at 7.3% well this data is as at september 23 but can i just tell you about stand alone and conclude something answer is no ideally we should have a zoomed out view and see what has happened on a year on year basis gross npa from financial year 1819 to 1920 was more or less similar if you remember because of covid shot up in fy 2021 cooled off a little bit in 21 22 in fy 22 23 it has seen a big drop to 4.87 i'm sure you might have one doubt here it has reduced to 4.87 as at year ending 23 but then you just discussed right now you might be saying this to me you just discussed right now september 23 was 7.3% why did it shoot up from 4.87 to 7.3% is what we are going to discuss in the next section but before that let's park this issue right now let's also check about np net npas now were the highest as at fy 2021 but they have also cooled off in the subsequent years now even if you check out the total business so right now we are taking a snapshot view right even if you see total business is steadily growing advances steadily growing deposits steadily growing casa is also steadily growing if you see casa ratio is pretty much good at 39.29% net worth is also more or less in a growing trend pat was the highest in 1920 did see a sharp decline but stands at 2195 crores as at fy 22 23 so all in all i hope you have understood the zoomed out view one question still remains unanswered is why was there a rise in gross nps what point were we discussing point was about reported gnpa ratio which was 4.9% in q4 fy23 that increased to 6.8% in q1 fy24 and further increased to 7.3% in q2 fy24 second point fresh slippages which is covered in point b q1 fy24 fresh slippages is 13.6 billion rupees that is a slippage that is slippages as good as like a, a bad debt right that is 1300 crore rupees q2 fy24 that is another 1300 crore rupees or 13.2 billion rupees so i hope with this you have understood that it's not like the npa problem has been completely resolved we are seeing fresh slippages even in q1 and q2 of fy24 so now all in all just to wrap up this entire case study we discussed about a pain point of geographical concentration is that being solved to a great extent yes we saw a problem of loan concentration only in the eeb category is that also being solved to some extent yes regulatory requirement completely solved but one pain point which i still see in the stock is about the gross npa numbers if that is tackled by the management then i feel the stock can see some fresh air 
Thank you for joining us on this episode of Finance Simplified. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast and also found some value in it. If you did, don't forget to share it with your friends and relatives. Till then, take care. Jai Hind.